Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Welcome to Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. This is Food Court with Richard Blaze. That's me. I've been a chef. I'm still a chef and a judge all over TV. And now I'm here judging your opinions. And I found a way to cut out the cooking part. Look what I've done with my career. I get to just judge other people's opinions at this point. Joining us in the Food Court today, we have a comedy director and writer here in LA. Welcome, Heather Fink. Hi, thank you for having me. I do the air horn, even though we probably have a sound effect for it. I think it works better if I just do it uh, personally. And here to be the Tom to her Jerry, a comedian, television personality, and actress. You may remember her from Girl Code on MTV. It's Esther Koo. Thank you so much for having me, Richard Blaze. What up? Awesome. So happy for both of you to be here. And uh, just to get some sort of make it nice and cordial before it gets too uh you know before you start fighting how do you know each other uh from new york comedy days yes i used to do stand-up as well and we were just both on the scene doing our jokes Uh, when we were just (laughs) children just roaming the streets of the lower east side just finding places to do five minute sets and stuff like that or i'm an aspiring comedian by the way Uh oh i gotta go you gotta go okay (laughs) Meaning, like, I I feel like like I need to do some stand up without food around because I do live shows, but mm-hmm. I feel like the food and yeah, I mean, what you do would make you primed and ready for that stage. So if you ever want to go out on the set stage and on the scene one night, just uh, well, really comedians okay. are always hungry. Yeah. So if you just show up with food, oh yeah, they'll be like, yeah, go up on stage. Here's five minutes. Oh, there it is. Good. Absolutely. So like, I, I, I can pull someone's time away. We don't from know how and... to cook, yes. so oh. you are a valued asset in our community. Oh, Bringing a casserole worked for Maisel, Mrs. Maisel, it'll this, work for you. This is true. This is true. I'll bring some boiled brisket, I think is what she brings, yes. right? 
That'll work. Okay, listen, you've both heard of rap battles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but today we're going to be having an app battle. Oh. See how we do dad jokes? By the way, I didn't write that one. <laughs> to the double don't, PP. Don't judge me on the writing. That's, that's producer Crystal writing that. But before we get into the app battle, let's learn a little bit more about you two. Heather, what's the most delicious thing you've ever eaten? Ever? Oh, my God. Or I... in the last <laughs> recent memory? Or... I love food so much. I have not had a delicious recently but because that's an interesting thing to say that is naughty oh my god i recently had a wonderfully lightly fried squash blossom at this restaurant in venice that i'm forgetting what's it called it starts with an s everyone goes there oh my gosh restaurant in venice producer crystal (laughs) starts with an s it's not felix scopa scopa oh my god antonio lafaso's restaurant She's been on the food court. She has battled here. Well, big love to that perfectly delicately fried little blossom. Oh, I love how you've like really like jumped <laughs> into the PBS NPR sort of like, you know, the like really like nice soft little voice. Yes. Talking yes. about delicate oh. fried squash blonde. It's very Bay Area. <laughs> I know it's Venice, but that's a very Bay Area thing. Remember the sweaty balls? They were so yes, delicate. Yes. This, is, <laughs> this is and this is why we have comedians and actors here. So that we don't have chefs talking about like you know last week, <laughs> little squash blossom. Esther, what about you? What uh, your favorite thing that you ate growing up as a kid? Oh, um, you know what? I would have to say deep dish pizza. Wow, and that is because I don't know the continuity of our show. A hot topic in food court that was just <laughs> argued recently. Deep dish pizza. Yeah, so well, grew- I grew up in Chicago. Okay, I have to say. So you know, you grow up on that deep dish pizza, and mm-hmm. it's just. Delicious. A lot of people will say that it's not even pizza, though. Right? What? No. Okay. There you go. That, that is like, like the cake or that is like the best pizza. There you go. And then, uh, what's your favorite deep dish pizza place in Chicago? Then. Well, I actually used to wait tables at one. Wow. So I crave that pizza because I would eat it every day. And mm. then, like when you know customers are like just staying, you know, the night, and I'm, I'd be like, "Can I wrap this up for you?" And they'd be like, "No, we don't even have a fridge in our hotel." So I'd take their pizza home. Oh wow. The leftovers, you know, because. It's yeah. on the pan. It's not like they touched it, right? <laughs> I used to do that. I used to bartend at this restaurant in D.C., me and you, and they had this tray with like filet mignon. It was an appetizer, and I would totally, because it was meant for sharing. Totally. So you I get home. I'm mm. their friend now, sharing the filet. Yeah, I think that's okay <laughs> if you work in the establishment. But have you ever done this since you've both been in the industry, like eating something off of someone's plate that's heading back to the dish pit, though? Or is that a line? Is that the line, uh, Heather? It looks like. Once I was drunk at Pasty, in meatpacking when I was a youth, a yes. 20-something youth. Right. And this couple was eating this beautiful cup of chocolate mousse. And so I wasn't working there, no, but I just, it was a drunk move, but I just was like snuck up. Oh, <laughs> I like that. But they You're laughed. not even working there. That's just... <laughs> no, it was just the wine. And I just, they laughed so hard they let me have it. <laughs> that works. That, that's a nice way to make friends too. I used to work at Papa Dell's and they had a delicious stuffed pizza Mm -hmm. where it's almost like a big mac there's like three layers of dough whoa three layers you know what i mean okay so like dough dough, meat dough dough, sauce topping so it was just it's like the club sandwich of the deep dish pizza world yes like there were different levels of stuffed yeah i would i feel like that would also (laughs) that place still exists yeah, that they mean, actually it, moved to a, a bigger location. It's in Champaign, Illinois. Okay, so I mean that, that that's gonna set Instagram on fire later when I go find a picture of that three-layer yes. deep dish pizza. What about this? Now I'm just kind of stuck on eating off of people's trays or plates that 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 don't belong to you. 
What about in a in a hotel? Have you ever walked by someone's <laughs> hotel room tray? Never, <laughs> never. But okay, I used to work at a movie theater at a, as an usher, and we'd have a contest when we were cleaning up the theater who could find the most candy. Ooh, and so we'd have Ooh. like I'd be like, oh, I found a half box of Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I think that works. Like, and not even yeah. individually wrapped, just like I mean, Sour Patch I was kids. nineteen. It's disgusting, but we would just eat the candy. I think <laughs> the grossest thing moment. I think it happened recently. Right, was when I reached in the bottom of my own purse and I almost took a bite of a thing that was definitely filled with like. And I was like, Heather, what? Don't do that. Why would you do that? And I stopped myself, but I never was tempted by the hotel tray. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I'm the only disgusting person in this room right now. Oh. But I mean, listen, chocolate with lint. Like it's your own lint. I get it's it. Fine. Yeah, it's yeah. yours. It's it's totally different. Okay, Heather. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Yes. Can I call you out though that you are saying that you did do this? No, I'm saying that I think about it frequently. Mm. I have never actually pulled the trigger on, but I, <laughs> but I do stop at other people's. I actually take pictures. This is really weird. I don't know why I'm revealing this, but if I'm in a hotel and like I will, for some reason, I have a catalog of other people's room service trays of like a half a thing of fries left, and you didn't even. I, I have grabbed the tiny little bottles of ketchup and mustard off mm. of other trays. Fair. You never know when you're... They, the unopened ones? Yeah, unopened ones. Oh, yeah. this actually does remind me of another thing. In college, in the dorms, I would take little things like little ketchups and salts and stuff for my dorm room. And once I thought it was a good idea to take little packets of butter and then... <laughs> And I put them in my jacket pocket, and I remember we were smoking a little something over mm-hmm. by, we would do it over by the Lincoln Memorial College in D.C. Anyway, and I remember putting my hands in my pockets one day, and then I took my hands out. They were covered in melted butter. <laughs> Buttery goodness. And probably, depending on if you were hungry at that moment. Oh, God. Maybe you partook. I don't know. No, big mistake. Huge. Got One it. time I found a McDonald's cheeseburger under my car seat and I don't <gasps> I don't know how long it had been there. Did you partake? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was really messy back then. Oh, so man. my car was just filled with We've all been there. The lost fry behind the sofa, the chicken nugget when you don't know the last time you had chicken nuggets. Okay, let's get into today's courtroom session. Heather, please tell us the case that you've brought to food court today in one sentence or so. I've come to lovingly defend the delicious fried treat calamari, which dips so perfectly and gently in a nice marinara sauce. Okay, there we go. So that's a very lovely description of fried calamari. It's an app battle. You got sauce worked in there. Esther, you obviously don't agree. You're not a fan of calamari. What is your favorite app? I would have to say the mozzarella sticks. Classic throwdown in the app battle. It's mozzarella sticks versus fried calamari. It's a case that a lot of people can relate to when you're at dinner and you're like, should we, you know, should we get an app? And then you have to agree on one. It sounds like you two would order separate dishes or you'd have to find maybe the platter. This that is why we've never dated, Fink and I. <laughs> there you go. We would fight at the appetizer level. That's why mm-hmm. TGA Fridays also created like the one where you can get like two jalapeno poppers and some mozzarella sticks and some wings. Oh, just trying to, to bring us together. <laughs> <laughs> TGA Fridays, always trying to bring us together. And I'm obviously trying to work a sponsor into the show. As a chef, I have my own thoughts, but as always, I will turn those off and base today's judgment solely on the arguments you make, not my own personal feelings towards mozzarella sticks or calamari, and I have plenty. But before we start the official arguments, I'd like to have a quick trivia round. The prize for winning is that the winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order that you present your arguments. Now, you both have a buzzer in front of you. It's time to let the listeners know the sound that your buzzer makes. Heather, what does your buzzer make? 
Okay, you have the clown car horn. <laughs> Heather will be represented by the clown car horn. And Esther, your noise is? There it is, the prize fight, the beginning of the prize fight. And that's what we're about to get into. It is an app battle. Esther versus Heather. Let's get into our first trivia question. Question one. A member of the Mon Calamari species, the distinct-looking, immensely experienced commander, is the brains behind the attack on the second Death Star in the Star Wars universe. What character is this? It happens to be my favorite character in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I've seen this guy, but I like don't watch all. The- I've watched the original Star Wars. I don't watch the new ones. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I will. Um, Neither of us are going to get this one. No worries. I will make this easier. What species is he? He represents the Mon Calamari species. What creature is this character? Oh, do we buzz? Yeah, uh, Esther. I'm going to take a wild guess. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks is not correct. That is. Yeah, go ahead. Heather. Uh, squid? He is a squid. Oh! Perfect. Jar Jar Binks, a controversial Star Wars character. Sorry to make this so nerdy <laughs> off the top. Of course, we were looking for the answer. Admiral Akbar. Oh, I Who know. is a squid yeah. and an admiral. And I've always wanted to open and Muslim? up. Muslim? Potentially. I mean, with Akbar, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't, we have not really uh, dove into his religious beliefs. But Admiral Akbar, I've always wanted to open up an oyster bar called Admiral Akbar. Of oh. course, his most famous line in Star Wars is. It's a trap. Right. Remember. Okay. So that's what Esther, I say when I have one night stands. <laughs> there you I go. Have, um, Out. Never mind. <laughs> Nothing. Let it roll, Heather. Let it roll. No, I have this uh, post. I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. That's where I can nerd out, not yeah. Star Wars. Okay. And I have this huge poster above my bed that says "Conquer," and I feel like it has a similar spirit. To <laughs> <laughs> let people know what they're getting into. <laughs> it's a trap. And I, yeah. Anyway. All right. Here we go. Question two. Where was mozzarella cheese? Invented. Where was it invented? Esther. I'd have to say Roma, Italy. I. Okay, Heather. Buffalo. Okay, the answer is Naples, Italy. We will give Esther a 0.5 for that. So she's now 1.5. Buffalo in Italy. I. I, You know what I really love though that you were very confident, Heather, with that answer. You were like, nope. You think buffalo Buffalo wings were invented there? No, I thought maybe there was like a buffalo, like Italian. Oh, like buffalo Italian. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was yeah. mozzarella, buffalo. Like mozzarella. the water buffalo that creates traditional mozzarella cheese. I hear where you were going with that. Okay. All right. All my one night stands with Italian guys just paid off. There we go. Nice. There we go. And Naples, Italy was the answer. Heading into question three. Heather's got one point. Esther's got 0.5, so it's close. So the next question, whoever gets it right, will be the champion of the trivia round. Look, this, By the way, I've never seen contestants in food court <laughs> so excited about hitting their buzzer. They're up by their mics. They're ready to go. We like buttons. Um, okay. Legend has it, by the way, real quick on the mozzarella uh, in Naples, that mozzarella was first made when cheese curds accidentally fell into a pail of hot water in a cheese factory near Naples. It sounds like a myth. That sounds like a myth. Here we go. Question three for the win. The last question is kind of where you try to get the closest to the number without going over. Okay. Do we understand the rules here? Closest to the number without Mm -hmm. going over. The largest squid in the world was how many feet long? Heather. 500. 500 is way over. (laughs) Esther, you want to take a shot? I'll have to say (laughs) 24. 
Esther will win because she did not go over the answer. Giant squid recorded at 59 feet. Oh, wow. And I like 500. Yeah, this is how I imagine the ocean having large... large. The ocean's a she scary place. She has fantasies place. about Loch Ness monsters. It's a scary yeah. place. Wait, I thought whales could be that big and maybe octopi and things. I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's my... actually not that crazy. Like, okay. I mean, if you've watched <laughs> movies and stuff, 500 feet, 59 feet, but the giant squid, 59 feet. Esther, that means oh. that you've won the trivia round and you get to make the big decision of whether you want to present your case first in the food court or would you like Heather to present first? I'll go second. Esther, you will let Heather go first. And before Heather presents her first argument, let's take a quick break. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, we are back in food court to set us up here for a mozzarella stick versus a fried calamari app battle. It's Heather versus Esther. Heather, you're going to present first. Here's how it works. You'll each have three minutes to state your case. During this three minutes, you need to lay out your case and not focus on your opponent. This isn't time to go negative. That will come later. Get it? Mm -hmm. Okay. After you both state your case, you'll get an additional two-minute rebuttal to go as negative as you want to go or continue making your case. It's your choice, 
but not yet. Heather, you have three minutes, and you are presenting the case of... Calamari! Calamari and why it's great. Your three minutes, Heather, starts now. It was a wonderful New Year's Eve night in New York City, and I was in an Italian restaurant with my family friends, the Labellos, and I was 12, given a plate of these weird little rings, and I tasted it, and it was so delicious, and the texture was wonderful, and I said, what is this? It's calamari. It's squid. I will never forget that beautiful taste, and it is the indeed the most perfect perfect app that pairs perfectly with a marinara sauce and nutritious, the protein of all the choices one can have during a bar meal. It's got the least nonsense in it. It's a squid. <laughs> Are we resting your oh, case at 30 minutes? No, I have, I have rebuttals. I have, okay. I'll say it's great at no matter what temperature it's served at, unlike other appetizers. Mm, okay, so <laughs> oh damn, this, this is only a fried calamari. So we're talking yes, fried calamari. Yes, just fried but... calamari, perfect at every temperature. Calamari tastes delicious. Once I even fell asleep in a bed in in Vietnam with a large barbecued squid. I loved it so. <laughs> is this a true story? It's a true story. You fell in bed. You fell. Asleep. I fell asleep in a bed with a large squid from a barbecue when I was working on a film film shoot in Vietnam, and I woke up the next day with this incredible. It was just there was so much of the squid and I loved it so much I couldn't get enough. And I believe that if you try and enjoy calamari uh, and give it a real chance, you may fall in love with this wonderful squid like I have. It is such a enjoyable texture when cooked perfectly, when cooked well. I mean, I've had it at a fine establishment and a crappy establishment and still it had a delightful chewy texture in a great way, in the best kind of chew, honestly. And what a delicate flavor. Oh, don't you just love a delicate how do you, flavor? So how do you describe the flavor <laughs> okay. of squid? So the flavor of squid, some people complain that certain seafoods are fishy or weird, but the flavor of squid is quite delicate. And it's one of those things that's kind of like a vessel. It's pasta adjacent. It's it's cheese adjacent, but it really is something that brings out those things it goes with very well. And marinara sauce is I'm a tomato I'm a, a tomato slut if it were mm -hmm. I love a ketchup I love a marinara and to me there is it's a sturdy vessel and I don't know I just think it's perfect it are you a rings greasy. or tentacles or are you a rings and tentacles oh rings and tentacles I mean, the tentacles are exciting and you get that crisp and it's the squid being like, hey, this is what I'm like. Get to know me in your mouth. And the rings are, I don't know, the, who doesn't like a circle? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life. I <laughs> Heather wrapping up some really amazing points right there. You're scoring lots of points for just coming up with the term pasta adjacent. And Which sturdy might, vessel. Sturdy vessel could be the name of a new restaurant that I or a pornography. Right? There, I like it. I like it. There we go. So that was three minutes. You had a little trouble filling the the full three minutes. You were kind of wrapped in thirty at thirty seven seconds. I am so used to the five minutes of an open mic not being enough, and I've been off the stage for about a decade now <laughs> with the film stuff. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, three minutes goes by really fast. You're gonna tell a personal story. Get on with it, Heather. Then you're left with two and a half minutes left. You filled oh up God. the time uh, quite impressively. Esther, it's your turn. You'll have three minutes now to let everyone know why you love mozzarella sticks okay. and why they're not basic AF. Exactly. All right, Esther, your time starts I'm ready. Now. Mozzarella sticks. Is there anything more delicious on an appetizer menu? 
I mean, you have the crunchy exterior of the the breadcrumbs, the Parmesan, the parsley. It just looks beautiful. And you get it all toasty and you bite into it. And then you can pull it from your teeth and making it look like you're in a commercial when you're just on a date at TGI Fridays, right? So I just love the the crunchy exterior with the soft interior. It's like a hardened, jaded comedian who's really <laughs> sensitive and cries inside when he goes home at night. But <laughs> but mozzarella, I mean, you're not eating any you know parts of animals. It's just pure cheese inside. So it's um, it's not vegetarian friendly, but it's at least you're not killing animals. You're just milking cows for the cheese. And, you know, that's a little more humane than killing animals. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, and then you dip it into whatever sauce you'd like, mostly marinara sauce as well. Mm, we do that's, have that, that is odd that you're, you, know, you both have the same dipping sauce. Yes, usually. if you saw a Venn diagram of calamari and mozzarella sticks, we do have that in common. So we're not enemies, you know, we're friends. And we hang out together and they cook us next to each other. But mm, the they're... mozzarella sticks for the win because it's just, especially when you're drunk and you're high, and you just want some deep fried food to kind of fill that empty void that your parents never fulfilled due to their neglect and abuse, right? So you just, it just fills your mouth with this warm, hot, delicious cheese. And it just, I just love pulling that cheese, right? So it's just kind of like, um, like a starburst or some kind of chewy, chewy candy that like a Laffy Taffy. You know what I mean? So it, you don't have to do that much work. So if you're wasted, you just stick it in your mouth. And, you know, it's shaped like a penis. So I'm used to that. I'm used to sticking things in my mouth that are shaped, not circular, but more, you know, phallic. Have you ever woken up next to a giant mozzarella stick in your bed? Like, uh- <laughs> woke up to a barbecue squid? You know, um, I've never woken up to a, a mozzarella stick, but maybe like a random Italian guy. Probably in college, you know, we had a big study abroad program. So we had a lot of international students. So I've had mozzarella sticks for breakfast. And maybe that's where I get my passion from. All right, there we go. Esther coming in right there just under the buzzer at three minutes. Both of you presenting pretty strong arguments. I have to say after the the first round here, there's a lot of commonality between squid and mozzarella sticks. They're obviously both apps. They're both fried and crunchy. They're both served with marinara sauce. So we are heading into our second round. This is the rebuttals. Heather, you will go first. You'll now have two minutes to let Esther know and the world why mozzarella sticks suck and why they're a horrible choice. You ready to go? Yes. Your two minutes start now. I would love to pull a mozzarella stick, but I have a bone to pick with such sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It would be ideal if it could only arrive at the perfect temperature, but no. It's almost always too cold and then chewy and sad, and there's nothing worse than an unmelted cheese in a warm dish. And then if it is hot, it's almost always burn your tongue hot. Versus calamari, where I take it to my tongue at any temperature, and I am so overjoyed. (laughs) The mozzarella stick. Oh, if only I could pull you. If only you came out at that perfect temperature. And thank you, Ku. I do enjoy. I will give it the shape is fun. I love a stick-shaped food. But... 
that does not save it. And truly, a stick shape versus a ring, like, I mean, circles, man. Mm. <laughs> Do you know that you can cut the squid into a stick and yeah, also fry it? That's, I mean, thank you for giving me that point there. The squid can be truly anything. I mean, yes, we could argue one could cut the mozzarella into a ring. And when I first tasted calamari, I didn't know what it was. And I was like, is this mozzarella? Is it? A, why is it shaped like an onion ring? And then I was told. I was informed. Mm. What so, a, so was your, fir- your first experience with squid, did you think it was mozzarella? I, I was like, this is like mozzarella, tell us. And then the great Joe Labello, our family friend, was like, you guys, it's a squid. And we were like, what? We're eating squid. And we were excited by this, actually. And and then I want to say one other thing on the animal thing. I mean, squids are hardly an animal, I think. They're very, like, you know how they say sponges are on this thing? Are they, they're like one of those borderline creatures that... Is it an animal or is it a plant? Squids, I think, and jellyfish, like they hardly have a nervous system. So it's not as cruel as other beings one could eat. Okay, there we go. The rebuttal letting us know a little bit more why squid is great and not maybe as much as why mozzarella sticks are horrible, although the temperature contrast was a really, really good point. Can you ever get a mozzarella stick at the proper temperature? That's something I'm going to have to think about. You have to, to sit about. next to the kitchen. <laughs> it's your positioning in the restaurant. It depends mm. where That's you're sad. Okay, that works. Okay, Esther, your time, time <laughs> will start now. You'll have two minutes. You're going to let Heather know why squid is horrible. Your time starts now. All right, squid is horrible. I mean, how can you be such a monster and eat such a beautiful animal? Really, I thought I knew you better than that, Fink. And I just, my heart breaks that you love eating my favorite animal that I'm actually friends with ever since I saw The Little Mermaid. And, you know, eating calamari, not that I've never eaten it, I have eaten it. I mean, I used to be a cruel animal eater too. And I read on the internet, and who knows if this is true or not, but I heard that a lot of times calamari doesn't even have squid in it. A lot of restaurants just use, like, the... um the rectums of mammals as as like because it's like that shape it's that size right so the it's very rubbery so you do feel like you're eating cow ass as you're putting this little ring inside your mouth and it's just too chewy it's like how many times are do you have to chew it Mm. for you to digest it and then does it ever really exit your body so yeah calamari is too chewy it's too inhumane to eat and uh, you never really know what's really inside because you don't see it, right? That's how they get you because these calamari rings, they're not like onion rings where you bite and you see the onion. Mm-hmm. You just put the whole thing in your mouth so you don't know if you're really eating a large intestine slice. Now, you're bringing some evidence to the court here about them being mammal rectums. Yes. Can you, can you let us know where you found this information out? I read it probably on Instagram or Reddit or Google somewhere, but... I mean, there are some restaurants who do cheat with this calamari app. So just buyer beware out there. Okay, you're killing animals. Perhaps you're eating some mammal rectum. (laughs) (laughs) Lots for me to mull over. This is going to be a tougher decision than I thought. Thank you, Your Honor. Yes, thank you so much for presenting two great cases, Esther and Heather. This has given me a lot to think about. It's a tighter fight here than I thought it would be, to be quite honest Uh, I'm going to go retire to my chambers, and I will be back in a few minutes to render my verdict. And until that time, let's take a short break. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Well, I will, I'll say to her that if that's rectum, I love rectum. <laughs> there, here's the thing. I do want to say I have become, I'm like leaning towards vegetarianism just because my final countdown thing was the earth being burned. Yes. <laughs> A lot, like with the Amazon and with Australia, because I guess beef farming is really horrible for our planet. So I'm avoiding meat. I'm trying to only eat it on special occasions because I have a too many food memories with meat to wean off it entirely. It is hard when you grew up eating meat. Like, I'm jealous of these kids who grow up vegan mm. and they don't even, you know, crave mm. eating meat. Whereas when you grow up eating meat, it's hard to wean yourself off of it. I just my seafood memories. My mom is Dutch, which is a huge seafood culture. And my dad is, grew up in Rhode Island. And even though he's Jewish, they went for it. So <laughs> there's just a lot. Oh, and actually, you know, the smoked fishes are the one commonality between the Jews and the Dutch who are not Jewish. I don't know if I could give up the creatures of the sea. Court is back in session. You're getting along quite well for two people who have brought a very serious case to the courts. This is the app battle. It's mozzarella sticks versus calamari. I was in my chambers for quite a long time, wasn't I? And mm-hmm. there was a lot to think about. There's so many commonalities between mozzarella sticks and fried calamari. They're, 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 they're white, they're fried, they're served with marinara sauce. They're kind of chewy, both of them. You brought some excellent points and counterpoints to the table. Esther exclaiming that mozzarella sticks are the Laffy Taffy of the cheese world. (laughs) I really, really love that for sure. Heather sort of like painting the picture of this Billy Joel video. (laughs) 
her first calamari experience in a New York restaurant, you know, uh, also exclaiming that mozzarella is never really served at the correct temperature. I thought that was a good point. I love that, Esther, you, you said that mozzarella stick, it's stretchy and chewy. It's like a commercial. It's good for the Instagram. Heather mentioning that calamari is delicate and not fishy, perhaps the, the perfect first seafood item for someone who wants to get into seafood. Uh, and Esther, of, of course, letting us know that some restaurants use mammal rectum as calamari. Quick little note there. We could not confirm that there is a Reddit blog about mammal rectum <laughs> being used as calamari. This court has made its decision. The app battle goes to fried calamari. <gasps> At the end of the day, I think it was the fake news, Esther, of the <laughs> mammal rectum. What? This, you have Wi-Fi this, here? This court will not be swayed by fake news. You can find Heather at Heather Fink on Twitter and Leather Fink on Instagram. You can also watch her feature film Inside You on Amazon Prime. For more Esther, you can go to EstherKoo.com and you can find her at EstherKoo on Twitter and Instagram. Listen, everyone, thank you so much for coming. Is there another argument that you want to bring to the food court someday? Well, we almost talked about warm pudding versus cold pudding. I'm Ooh. a warm pudding advocate. Okay. Like, like it's a little elitist of you. <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. I know. But I've never had warm pudding. I, uh, who has? Unless it's... like you, I don't know, you have like a... My mother. Like, that's what I was going to say. There's, there's, there's the story. You need a, a mom yeah. or a grandma that's like making uh, from scratch pudding. It's heaven. Okay, maybe you'll have to come Ooh, back. And a chuan mushi is a warm custard. Oh, a chuan mushi, that's a very, very good call. That is a warm pudding of sorts, 100%. Okay, so maybe we'll bring that back. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Bamahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer, Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Gabrielle Collins, David Wasserman, and Jasmine Blaze. The theme song by Jason Neesmith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And until next week, Food Court is adjourned. licorice that's just the devil's bonbon whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs apply today at kemba.org to unlock a limited time two percent cash back on purchases and pay zero percent interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from kemba you deserve a card that works for you restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024 there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you and when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.